This episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast on the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed is brought to you by our friends at Schneckbook. Bowl season is about to begin. NFL Week 16 is here with a lot of playoff implications. Maddie D and I break down everything. We give you our picks for the NFL. We go through pretty much every bowl through next Friday, the 27th. It was a lot of fun to record. Cannot wait to hear what you guys think. As always, though, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Search The Bullpen Cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Thunderblog Sports is the handle there, just like the website. But enjoy this week's episode, guys. The Cowboys suck. Fly, Eagles, fly. And here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast on the Bullpen Card Podcast feed. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Joining me as always, this time not live from his kitchen, but we are back on the internet. It's my good friend, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Matty D. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm great. I apologize. I had a, I hit a button on my end here. <laughs> so I was doing great until I hit the button. Uh, uh, no, the, no, the fantastic. Mute. Yes, we've got a ton of uh, ton of stuff going on, and um, I would just say, uh, you know, I'm. This is a big weekend. Be sweating bullets till sun Sunday at four, and then it's uh, all bets. You know, all bets are off, and uh, I think there's going to be it's going to be a playoff like atmosphere at the link, and quite the raucous crowd. So uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get to it when we talk about the Eagles-Cowboys game. But Carson Wentz, getting a little uh, a little pensive about uh, about the game. Referring to it almost as the, the game of his career. But we can we can jump into that when we get to the Eagles and the NFL a little bit later. But a wild weekend that was in, uh, in last week. Yes. Obviously at Army-Navy. Navy blew out Army, so there's a point to you. Kind of, ex- I mean... I know it's a rivalry game, but you thought it might be expected, you know, with that way that, yeah. you know, with, with how good Navy was coming in. They were ranked throughout the year. Um, so it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Then Joe Burrow won the Heisman, which I don't think anybody, yep. including the rest of the, the finalists, were expecting otherwise. Yeah. So, you know, nothing. I, I, nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, we, we, we talked about that a little bit. Um, and just, he had like a magical season. I mean, who else were you going to pick? I think Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins. Um, being on the same team hurt Fields' numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I would also say basically the same thing about um, uh, about even just Chase Young being there was really great. You know, that's really great to have a defensive player there. Um, but it was really just really no shot, if you will. Yeah, for sure. I had to guess. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe there might have been some sort of split vote. I forget what the final was, but... Yeah. You know, now they're all back practicing. The playoffs are a week from Saturday... Which we will uh, we'll get to, and if we do a, a podcast next week, which is a quick programming note, we talked about this last week. Matt is in the final preparations of his wedding. This is his final podcast of the decade, big one. <laughs> but, <laughs> kind of a weird thing to say because you know it's like you know. I guess the problem is we live through a millennial, right? Yeah. So a decade, you know, it, like it, it doesn't have the same uh, yeah, this is power, our, if you will. Yeah, it's right? our third. That's the funny thing is that like so many people are like. Because we're so young, the some older people are like, "Oh, do you remember the year 2000? I'm Like, yeah, I do. 
It was a big deal that my parents let me stay up until 2 a.m. We went to a golf right, course right. and watched fireworks. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I stay up till 2 a.m. every night. I'm like, yeah, we're almost 30. Yeah. Of course you are. Or you're probably in your mid-30s. Whatever. Suck Right, right. But yeah, I obviously we became friends 10 years ago. So I very vividly remember our freshman year of college, which was when 09 went to 2010. But it's it's weird yeah. to think about. And but I'm probably going to try to get something like that out. Greg and I, I haven't talked to Greg. So Greg, if you're listening, let me know if you can podcast next Friday. Uh, try to do something. But the first four days of next week are bad for both of us with Christmas. And obviously Matt's whole week, next two weeks are basically wedding, wedding, wedding. So we, we might have something, we might not. I'm gonna. If not, I'll either do a solo thing or write up a blog for the playoff game. So don't worry, we'll get you covered there. When we go into college, we're gonna go through next Friday, the 27th. So if there mm-hmm. is a game that we're not talking about, check the date of it. It's probably after that Friday. But before we jump into that, we got to talk about some of these wild games. Actually, no, we'll do that in the we'll do that in the NFL segment. Let's jump into this week in college, and Matt. I know that we talked about next Friday a lot last week when we were talking about exciting bowls, but I don't think you should discount some of these bowl games that are happening tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and through next week. Because even though they're the they're the non-Power 5 teams, we're going to see, I think, some good prospects. We're going to see some good games, some exciting games. There are a lot of high overs, mm-hmm. which, you know, I love that. But it's going to be fun. <laughs> I think it's going to be a really, it's going to be a good week that, that, Obviously, week 16, a lot of playoffs may or may not be decided in the NFL. Week 17 is always kind of a snooze aside from those one or two games that matter. This is that week that if you if you sleep on it, it's understandable, it's Christmas, but if you love college football, this is a almost a hidden gem if, you're, if you haven't been watching this. Yeah, I mean, you get some really fun bowl games. There's usually a couple that are just like, just like really great games. Um you know, and, and you can kind of maybe figure out if they're going to be a great game or not, if there's some kind of a uh, a good line to look at. But mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to look at bowl games for what I'm what, what kind of players we're going to see. You mentioned some games that are going to have people you might want to watch. The one that's really fascinating to me is Utah State at Kent State in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, which is this tomorrow for oh no yeah, tomorrow Friday excuse me seven thirty. Um, the reason I bring it up, Utah State has a quarterback by the name of Jordan Love that is getting depending on how he does, possibly getting some late first-round buzz. He's expected to go in the first four rounds, uh, has a lot of really, really nice measurables. So he's a guy to take a look at if you're looking for a player, you know, you want to see what might be the future of the NFL. Um, he's the kind of guy that a team's going to work on as some kind of a uh, um, prospect, if you will, maybe not a day-one starter, but definitely somebody that teams are high on and they're going to definitely eye up that game pretty strongly. Mm-hmm. Um so that, that's definitely a game I would recommend tuning into. And the other one uh, this weekend to me, well, there's a few, um, that it's not a ra- that has, doesn't have a ranked opponent in it, I should say, this weekend would be SMU at Florida Atlantic. Yeah, that was um, that's definitely one that I'm going to be tuning yeah. into. It's, well, uh, what is it, Monday? Oh, no, it's Saturday at 3.30. Saturday it's gonna at 3.30. Be, yeah, it's going to be fun. SMU had a, SMU had a huge bounce back season. Um, Shane Buchel there is their quarterback, 33 touchdowns this year, only nine interceptions. They were ranked for a long time, which is like the first time ever they've been since they got the death penalty. Only kind of bummer is that Florida Atlantic, a little bit of juice loss with Lane Kiffin taking the job at um, uh, Ole Miss. So mm-hmm. it just kind of maybe deflates slightly, but should be a hell of a game. Um, I mean, it took until 
took until November for SMU to lose. So, so they were quite the team, and Florida Atlantic has won a whole lot of games in a row. Yeah, they, yeah. you mentioned the Lane Kiffin departure. That's the only thing that might give this game a little bit of pause, but they're still a solid squad. They have a very good offense that likes to put up points. We've seen SMU while they were ranked. Well, they have the game against Memphis on national TV. We've seen a lot of excitement around that team, and I think I think this is certainly one not to sleep on. I know it's 3.30 the Saturday before Christmas. You might be doing some shopping. That might be what I'm doing. But it's something that you want to definitely keep an eye out for. The over-under line is 69.5, and, and that hasn't changed since since Lane Kiffin left. Uh, if anything, it might have even gone higher. I don't have the, the line movement on there. SMU is favored probably because of the Lane Kiffin departure. but it, And also, I, I like Shane Butchel a lot. That's probably also a big factor in it. Um, yeah. But it, it, this and, is going to be a fun yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah, the other part I bring out, too, is you know, you're going to be watching co- uh, pro football on Saturday. In case people didn't know, you might have playoff yes, games coming up. Right. There three NFL games. But what's really nice here about this is that this is the kind of opportunity you have where during halftime – um, you know, you turn over to a, you know, in between quarters, you can flip over to some college football and watch a mm-hmm. little bit and, uh, you know, keep that football rolling, if you will. Um, you don't have to miss anything because uh, there's no red zone on Saturday. You know, you got to wait till Sunday to get all the games. Um, no, it's it's full case. Thanksgiving mode for the NFL that it's back to back to back, uh, which yeah. that's exciting, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a, if you were smart, got your Christmas shopping done or Hanukkah shopping, you know, for the you know, for you know everybody in there, and any other holidays, we're a non-denominational podcast. But <laughs> get the opportunity to do Christmasy, Christmasy type stuff. Maybe you check out Tinsel, the Christmas theme bar in Philly. You know, somewhere that has multiple TVs. It's definitely a multiple TV type of day because you get college football. There's always some good college basketball now. Now, especially with conference play starting a little sooner, that those last couple final tune-up games. Some random holiday tournaments like the Christmas City Classic that the women's basketball team at Lehigh hosts. You know, those those start to pop up around now too. So maybe there's some college hoops you're watching. And like you mentioned, the NFL, which we'll get to. But th- those those are not games to sleep on either. Sometimes it's been like the Dolphins and somebody and it's kind of a snooze game. And you're like, whatever, I can... As long as I don't have... I, re- I remember a couple years ago when Ryan Tannehill was hurt, there was some... I didn't mean before the Eagles even got J.H.I.E. I had, you know, there's the J, you know, somebody on there is in your fantasy championship and you got to pay attention to that stuff. But these are actually good NFL games, but we'll get there. Um, what other games are you looking forward to this week? Well, I mean, the other game, I mean, um, obviously we talked about, uh, we didn't really mention this, but well, I did, maybe did mention last month, but Boise State, Washington um, in the Mitsubishi Motor Las Vegas Bowl is going to be a great game. Um, I think Washington had a really down year, really disappointing year. We saw Chris Peterson stepping down, which is a shame. He's a great coach. Uh, Boise State had a great year, just that one loss, or else they, you know, they'd be playing, you know, in the Cotton Bowl, if you will, mm-hmm. against Penn State instead of Memphis. Um, it should be a huge matchup. Tons of players in that game that you're going to see at the next level. Um, so that's pretty. That's another like just excellent bowl game. And the other one that's really a good story is Appalachian State, number 20 Appalachian State, and UAB going head-to-head. And the reason that's really fascinating is that, A, Appalachian State's ranked, which is great, but UAB is a program that wasn't that was being disbanded. Yes. They're back, they went 9-4, and four, and they're in a bowl game in the LL, RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Um, both are Saturday as well, so you like a full slate Saturday, and they're really, really good games. Yeah, the, the, you mentioned the Boise State-Washington game. Washington is a favorite in this game, which mm-hmm. I get it. Jacob Eason, very solid quarterback. 
plays much more of that pro style than Bachmeyer. Am I saying that correctly? The the Boise State quarterback's name. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they the Broncos really go run and gun, run emphasis on run first. Not that that Washington doesn't either, but you see a lot out of that of a lot a lot of rushing yards. They average 174. Boise State does comparatively to Washington's 150. Um, their passing yards are, are are pretty high too. They average they actually average over 440 yards a game, but their defense actually is on a similar par as as Washington. So I mean, do you think right now it's three and a half for Washington? Do you think that's the right line? Do you think Boise State has? Because I feel like Boise State is a really good shot at pulling off something here because Washington's been so inconsistent. No, I mean, they definitely do. But I actually I think Chris Peterson's impending retirement is what's really also helping this team along. Mm. Um, it gives Washington something to play for in kind of a meaningless bowl game. Sure. Um, and I think that's something that they're very uh, – they're, they're going to come out for their guy. And on top of that, Jacob Eason was a guy that people thought might be a first-rounder. Now I'm not so sure. This is a big game for him to see if he can possibly, you know, get some of that draft love back. Um, he was only a junior, so he could come back. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but if he has a great game, he might go pro. So I think that's another big reason to, I think, like Washington in this case, um, in this game. Um, I love, I obviously love Boise State and they're the constant Cinderella, which is awesome. But, uh, I think Washington has a lot more to play for than they ever have. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, yeah, they've been, uh, the, the only reason why I'm asking is because their offense has done pretty good at putting up points. They put up 31 at in a loss to Oregon, 28 in a loss to Utah. But they also have played down to other opponents. Like they only beat Oregon State 19 to 7. They lost to Colorado, very good defensive team, but they lost 20 to 14. Washington State they won, they put up 31 points those are the last 5 games. Boise State aside from their final game against Wyoming, they really have been have been pretty solid or against or oh, I'm reading this in reverse. Um so never mind. They've put up more than 30 points in their last four games, including a 56-burger on Utah State on the road. Their defense seems like it's sharpening up more and more. Highest points they've let up was on the road at Colorado State. I don't know. It feels like something that that you think that there's the emotion behind it. It looks like a lot of money is on Washington right now. So it's something to keep an eye out on of where that – of if you're going to gamble this game, which hint, hint, um, for picks later – it's something to certainly keep an eye out on the sharp line and how that moves with it because it could be something where a lot of money moves on Washington and, and you might get some value on a Boise State pick. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think it's going to be a good thing. I do think it's going to be a tight game. It's probably going to be, be a fun. Up. It's going to be fun. I, I, I think more 40, the 40, I'm losing this here, uh, 49 and a half, I think that's a good good line. It, it's a Easily could hit the over, but it could also easily be like a 17 to, to 10 game because both teams just step up and quarterbacks struggle maybe a little bit. And it, it should be fun. Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Bowl is always one of those underrated ones. Uh, you mentioned the UAB. Great, great pick there of one to keep an eye out for. What an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I, I don't think it's going to be a fun game to keep an eye out on because Appalachian State is just that good. We, we kept yeah, talking yeah. about them throughout the season of they had not had, they didn't drop that game. And stay undefeated. That they could have easily been that that group of five team in the New Year's Six Bowl. Memphis slips up. Maybe they end up being in there instead of Boise State. That was a debate that you and I had. Michael J. Clark and I had that a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. So that that's a team that they're sixteen and a half. I think is a right right thing there. But a lot or right line there. 
but a lot of their guys, you mentioned it, can make it to the next level on both sides of the ball. So if you're a draft junkie like Matty D, this might be a, a good one to just have on in the background against the NFL game. Right, right. Um, and I think, um, no, I mean, are we, do we want, wait, are we going out of the weekend or not? I forgot. Uh, yeah, we were going to go out. We we're going to go through next Friday. So yeah, I mean, gotcha. perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So, you get a couple games, other game surrounding Christmas. Well, if you want to, I was going to say, if you want to cry a little bit on the 26th, you can, uh, if you're a Miami, uh, hurricanes fan, you can watch Miami, um, play Louisiana tech, uh, Miami six and six or in the independence bowl, you know, another really disappointing season for the Hurricanes, the state of Florida football in general appears to be on the, the opposite direction. Um, really struggling, both Miami, Florida State. You know, UCF didn't have the same kind of year. USF hasn't been particularly great in a while. Florida Atlantic loses their coach. Um, so a powerhouse football state, other than Florida, pretty big struggle. So, yeah, it's um, – you yeah. mentioned it. You hit the nail on the head. It's a – Really disappointing year for Miami. I frankly, I'm not. I'm not too sure why they're favored by six. I think probably because they're an ACC team and Louisiana Tech is not. Uh, but not, this right. game is played in Shreveport, Louisiana, which I'm Google Mapsing this right now of how far away that Ruston, Louisiana, is from Shreveport, and I believe it's also western Western Louisiana. Shreveport being all the way up in in northwestern Louisiana. Uh, yeah, it's only an hour away. So this is almost effectively a home game for Louisiana Tech. And I don't know, it, it just feels like a sucker bet of thinking that this game isn't going to be close. Miami struggles to move the ball. Their defense has been incredibly inconsistent comparatively to the turnover chain from a couple years ago. They've really lost a lot there. I don't know, that, that might be something that you see a ton of points get thrown up. The line on this is 49 and a half, like we mentioned with that previous game. I think that might be low. I think Louisiana Tech is, might be a smart play of taking the points or even outright. Um, and, yeah, this is uh, – you mentioned it. You might you might be sitting there the day after Christmas wanting to, uh, you know, wanting to, to let out a moan watching that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other one I was really excited for, I really was – um, was North Carolina and Temple. We brought it up before. Mm-hmm. The only kind of negative here is I don't know if North Carolina's young quarterback, Sam Howell, is going to play. Um, I believe he got digged up recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah. That's kind of a Debbie Downer. He had a great freshman year for them. 35 touchdowns, only seven interceptions, over three 3,000 yards passing, um, really giving them a, a big um, – Something to look forward to for UNC football. I'm just sad that we won't get the opportunity to to maybe see him against a really good Temple defense. Um, Can we talk I, about I'm how actually, Mac Brown has done a really good job of developing quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, everywhere he's gone, right? He hasn't always won, but yeah, he has absolutely done a great job with quarterbacks. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, Joe Burrow um, mentioned in an interview with a different podcast that I'm sure a lot of our listeners also listen to that he almost went to North Carolina because of Mitch Trubisky. It's kind of crazy, right. like what could have been if if when he transferred from from OSU if he goes there instead of LSU. Um, but yeah, I mean Sam Howell's a great prospect. He's gonna be fun to continue to watch in UNC, a team that I think is probably they need to get back to that that Julius Peppers level of defense to I think really make some noise in the Coastal Division and really maybe hope that Clemson has a bit of a down year 
which is saying a lot because I don't think Clemson's going to have a bit of a down year for them to make some serious noise in terms of being a championship contender. But in terms of a, a coastal contender, they were right there. And, and I think uh, Hal coming back is Michael Carter. Is he, he's young too, right? He's not going out. They're running back. I don't believe so. No, I will double check. Let me double check, but keep continue. If he's coming yeah, back, so right. If he's coming back, he's a solid running back. He almost had a thousand yards. He presumably would go he's over a, junior, a thousand. So he speed. could go. He he's could go. He could go. Right. Yep. This is a deep running back class yeah. though. So maybe he wants to hang out and, and get one mm-hmm. more year under his belt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think their defense though is a couple steps away from putting this team into that ACC team. We always see as a teens in the, in the twenties ranked, uh, like they were a couple years ago when the first time Clemson, Clemson made the championship. Remember how close, I think they were the first of the seven coastal teams to, or they wouldn't have been because that wouldn't make sense mathematically. But they were right there with, with Trubisky towards the end of his, his uh, tenure there. So, I don't know. But you mentioned it, Temple's defense, very solid. They have a pretty good offense. You know, that's serviceable. They they beat Memphis with it. Um, but their defense is really what what why you tune in, why you watch it. And they've they've really put some teams that were expected to have explosive days either against Temple or were supposed to be explosive all year to completely to bed and and I think right. this is gonna be a fun game to watch and it's gonna kick off one of the better days of the end of 2019. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I for Temple's sake, this would be a huge win. They've just been doing such good stuff over the mm-hmm. last you know. Five six years they've been coach you. We've kind of joked about that a couple of times, or how their coaches keep going to the next, to the next, you know, a big program. Um, what you really like, what you see. Um, I think Steve Adazio comes back. Yes, that'd be awesome. Oh, you mean could he come back? I yeah, think you he think got he fired could? from Boston College. I mean, yeah, I think so. It might be a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The um, the other so we're talking we're talking we're moving to the twenty. Well, that's that's a twenty seventh game. That's Friday the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. There are, to your point, there are a number of really great games on the 27th as well. Um, Oklahoma State, Texas A&M should be an absolute great That's going to be a game. fun game. I wouldn't right? throw out, though, the Michigan State-Wake Forest game. Those are two solid teams. Michigan State, not bad. Wake Forest is a fun offense to watch. Yeah. But Oklahoma um, well, Wake State... Forest has been really good. At, we kind of were, People were thinking Wake Forest might have an opportunity to even tempt Clemson. They did not, because no. <laughs> Clemson's Clemson. Um, but they're 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 school. They're over four hundred yards a game, scoring over thirty points a game. Um, their defense has struggled mightily, but they're quite a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they uh, they are, and obviously Michigan State always been known for a great defensive team. Their problem has been offense all year, um, and they kind of ended the year in a three game losing streak, including a really bad loss to Michigan to Illinois. Um, but they're, they're kind of favored. The question is, can, uh, uh I believe it's Lewerke and co on offense score mm-hmm. enough points against a bad Wake Forest defense, which you would assume they can, but we'll have to find out. I love the over in this game. I've, I'm tempted to take Wake Forest once we get to the, the gambling section of this, uh, especially that day, but I love the over in this game. I feel like Michigan state might struggle a little bit. Wake Forest isn't going to. May not stop them. It should be a fun game. Yeah. You mentioned Oklahoma yeah. State, Texas um, A&M. That's going to be a complete slugfest. You're going to see punch, haymaker after haymaker, punch after punch, 
Kellen Mond. Such good offense, right? Such a good offense. And that Texas A&M team, we, we kind of used them as that weird glue that held LSU, Georgia, and or LSU and Clemson together because they both played A&M. And Georgia, for that matter. Um, but it's... They can, their defense can step up when they have to. Their offense is so much fun. And Oklahoma State, if they have a couple different... If all tips a couple different ways in, in some of their games, they could be much higher ranked than 25th. They are not right. one to be slept on. I know they're a seven-point dog in this game, and it's effectively a home game for Texas A&M being in Houston. A lot of Aggie alumni live in the Houston area, so you're going to expect that to be a huge Houston or a Texas A&M crowd at the uh, the Texan Stadium NRG. But I I wouldn't sleep on it. Yeah. The other thing I would say, too, I mean, we, we I brought him up last time, but Chubba Hubbard mm-hmm. is an All-American, mm-hmm. um, almost 2,000 yards rushing, 21 touchdowns, only a sophomore, um, hell of a running back for Oklahoma State. He's going to be critical to this game. Yes. Used to talk, you're used to talking about an Oklahoma State quarterback doing a lot of stuff yes um but in this case they've actually had some quarterbacks struggle sanders 16 touchdowns to 11 interceptions there's been more more news about their quarterback alumni this year than their quarterback this year right exactly Exactly. those that don't get that mason rudolph Um, is an oklahoma state alumnus yep (laughs) and uh so that's something that we will uh we will watch we'll monitor but that that's one of my favorite games coming um no there's the the first uh First ranked versus ranked bowl game will be the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, USC Iowa, um, and that's another one I think is going to be interesting. USC has struggled with recruiting. Yes, um, they they're in the nineties. Uh, no, now they're in the seventies. They were in the nineties, so um, that's really important as well. So there has been just a lot of stuff. Um, with USC, it's a big game for them. It could cost Clay Helton his job. Yeah, that's a that's probably the best way to put it. It's mm-hmm. a two point game. It's in California, so I think that's part of help. That part of what helps you uh, USC in this one. But yeah, I mean, there. What I don't like about this game is that USC's offense has been so inconsistent, mm-hmm. and Iowa's defense is really good. Iowa's offense does not light up the you know does not light up the scoreboard as you might ex- not even expect as you might want them to um but if USC's if USC struggles against this Iowa team we could see a big classic big 10 10 to 7 snooze fest of just defense 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 and and yep. yeah i think that i kind of see that happening here Iowa is a two point favorite seems about right i feel like it'll be close you think USC has a shot to you know, make something happen and, and so on and so forth. And, and I don't know, it's going to be, it's a weird game. It's, I would hope it's fun. I'd rather tune into that Clemson Oklahoma state game, but we're probably going to, this is probably going to start at halftime of that. And I don't know, maybe uh, I'm flipping over to the Sixers and the Flyers if they're playing that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, it should be a great, you know, bowl stretch into the weekend, um, mm-hmm. which is nice. And it's just good around the holidays to have plenty, plenty of Christmas. Thankfully, there's no bowl games on Christmas Day, so no. that we can go there, there, go ahead and uh, watch a little of our Sixers yes. against the Bucks. But, um, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there all the way. Yeah, we didn't. Men- we we talked about Arizona State, Washington State last week. That's gonna be a fun game, or not Arizona mm-hmm. State, 
Air Force against Washington State. I said Arizona State because it's happening at Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play. Um, right. But, yeah, that's going to be a fun game. That's just offense, offense, offense. So uh, if if the Holiday Bowl is, is boring you, go watch the Cheez-It Bowl because that is not yeah, that, going to That's going to be a very offensively-minded game. Yes. Um, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and that uh, – well, while these bowl games are all important, they're not as critical as what we're about to see in the NFL coming up. No. So um, let's jump into picks. I think it's, go ahead. Let's jump into picks because uh, I think yes. the games we're going to talk about are either playoff clinching, playoff denying, conference uh, uh, not conference division clinching, potentially home field clinching because there's a lot of those scenarios this weekend. But do you want to start with our college pick yeah. first before we go into NFL? No, say again. Do you want to start with the college pick or do you want to do those last? Well, no, no, no. I, I get perfect. We can we can do a college pick. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I will. Uh, I'll bring up what I. I mean, I guess I was kind of talking about this one, um, and that was Boise State Washington, and I, and I really think Washington covers the three and a half and wins that game pretty easily. All right. Um, you know, it's an important game for them uh, with their coach leaving and everything. So I, I really like Washington in that. All right, all right. I can uh, I can respect that. I'll go with. Um... I'm going to go, I really like Temple plus five. I am going to go, though, Oklahoma State plus seven. I think that's a a great game. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot all over the place. I feel like that one thing that that they did a decent job at Texas A&M did against Clemson, but ultimately couldn't contain him, was the running backs with Travis Etienne and Chubba Hubbard is – as you mentioned, he's the you know the the main line of that team. So I, I like Oklahoma State to have a keep this thing close. I don't know if they end up winning, but keeping it close. Yeah, I like that. I like that as well. Yeah. Um, and that leads us you know, right into our NFL picks. And uh, to your point, there are just so many games starting one o'clock um, on Saturday. And uh, so there's three Saturday games for those who don't know, because a lot of people don't know. You thought they would know, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has been throwing me off. Um, and, um, yeah, so you got Tampa Bay, uh, the Texans, Bills, Pats, and Rams 49ers. I think most people thought that Rams 49ers game would be a lot more, um, but it obviously, with the Rams loss, is not nearly as significant, um, but it's a great Saturday slate. Yes. Um, I can start us off in All the picks right. because I'm already talking about them. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Patriots to cover – against the Bills. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of talk. The Patriots are at home. You know, I, I just, I think the Patriots take the game. Yeah, I think... Um, and I think they beat them by seven. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. Uh, they would clinch the division with a win. They'd have to wait until Sunday to see if they get a first-round bye to see how the Chiefs do. Uh, I think they definitely win. I like six and a half. The only thing that gives me some sort of pause is the potential of the Bills' defense. And if they really seal up the running game that struggled a little bit for the for the New England Patriots and it got a little bit of life last week, but it was against the Bengals, um, I just don't see, if the Patriots start putting up points, I don't see the Bills catching up. I don't think they're going to run it at a similar clip points-wise. It's supposed to be pretty yeah. cold, 34 degrees and cloudy. Um, it just seems like a game the Pats are going to get up for. Yeah, it just seems point. like the kind of game that that late in the season they tend to win. It's just so important, as we as what you know what we've talked about. Yeah. 
So with that, and and the crazy thing with it too is that if if they win, and so do the Chiefs, they don't get a first round bye. The the Ravens just they get a bye by either winning, or or actually they get home field if they just win. So it's it's kind of a weird situation where we might see Belichick have to be strategic with his placement on uh, in Week 17 of whether or not he wants to get that bye and and ensure himself some sort of extra home field for for everything in terms of round two potentially in the AFC Championship if the the uh, Ravens slip up and, and all that good stuff so it, it I mean winning this game is is vitally important for the Patriots here no oh, right right absolutely absolutely. Yeah, I love uh, where, that pick, though. Yeah, where are you heading with your first? This yeah, time? I'm actually going to stay on Saturday as well. I'm going to go 49ers minus 6.5. I think the Rams... Okay. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people said this about the Eagles a couple years ago when, when they went on their Super Bowl run. of They've shown their hand. They're not going to play well. They actually are 4-3 and three on the road. Uh, but I don't know. I, I feel like they really, really outplayed themselves in that win over the Cowboys last week. Their offense looked great. Their defense has been very solid, and you mentioned it last week, talking about it and how we've kind of slept on them a little bit, despite having made the big slot, despite having made the big splash and getting Jalen Ramsey. But I don't know. I I really like George Kittle to have another huge week here. I like their running game to continue being the stable that it's been. You've also see, last week you saw a little bit less of the run of the wide receivers in that game, and they. And I think you're in for a Debo Samuel blow-up game. He had a really bad game last week. And, you know, I uh, I like the 49ers here. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a really I, – I struggled with this game. I go back and forth. But I do, at the end of the day, think that the Rams are just demoralized. It's, it's, it's essentially over for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll take an absolute miracle for that to change. Um, and I just think that's – that they don't, they don't have anything left in the tank. It's a team that needs to go get healthy um, and possibly make some changes because they're, they're, as I mentioned a lot this year, they're just a top-heavy team in terms of numbers and money. Mm-hmm. So um, we need to figure that one out. Yeah. What is your second pick then in this case? Yeah, so I'm going to go into Sunday with mine. I like that, that Texans-Bucks game, but there's so much that's so random about that. How many? How is Jameis Winston going to come out? How is Deshaun right, with, Watson going to come no, out? With no Godwin or Mike Evans, by the way. So his top two Pro Bowl receivers yeah. are both out. By the way, Buccaneers 7-7. Seven and seven. No one knows that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very – it's a crazy game. I'm going to love watching it, but it's something that, in terms of the line, I'm going to stay away from. I might dabble in the over of 50 because I, I would love yeah. to see that. But who knows? I mean, we've seen this where the Bucks defense just steps up, and the Texans defense obviously is very solid and – if and they, given the way that Jameis Winston just slings the ball, they might end up with like four picks and a couple fumbles. Who knows? Um, yeah, right. So it's something to stay away from. But going yeah. into Sunday, we have we have some interesting games on the early slate. I'm staying away from the Browns Ravens game because all the Ravens need to do is win. The Browns, I feel like this is like this is the them. They're either gonna show up and kind of show that they have the respect, you know, that they or that play for their, you know, play for honor. Uh but they considering they're technically still in the hunt because they're two games behind the Steelers, but I don't think it's going to really happen. Uh but I'm going to stay away from that game. I am going to go though with the Saints and the Titans. Obviously we saw a huge huge Saints output 
on Monday Night Football. Drew Brees breaking records. He had it. Dumbest move in the world by me, Matt. I play the the showdown mode on draft er, on daily fantasy for no free ads, and I did not pick Drew Brees in any form. He wasn't my captain, which gets one and a half points at one and a half times the cost. Was not on my team. Dumb on me. Did not, should have seen a it was Monday Night Football and b the record was out there. That being said, yeah, the Titans kind of put up a dud last week against the Texans. They play next week in Week 17, which might turn into the biggest game, especially uh, especially depending on how the Texans do. It might be the biggest game for either of these teams in a in a pretty long time. These are two playoff teams last year. Or no, the, t- the Titans didn't make the playoffs last year. But I like the Titans to keep themselves alive in this thing. Win the ninth game. I like them. At, I like them outright, but I'm gonna take them with the points. Tennessee plus two and a half. They're a very good team in Nashville, and they want to reestablish their home field advantage after having kind of a weird week against the Texans. Yeah, no, I'd say um, I was actually a little surprised by the Titans and that loss. I really had liked them going into that game, but I did too. Uh, um, yeah, um, but I get where you're coming from. Um, I think a couple other games that are really important. I'm going to go ahead and uh, look at a, the Steelers-Jets game. Mm. Steelers only favored by three Yes, against the five and nine Jets. They need this game for a win, um, if you will. Uh, for a play- I'm sorry, for the playoffs. Um, I like them to cover that three-point play pretty easily in this case mm-hmm. um, over the Jets. I think I that like they that. have a – I think that Tomlin really brings brings it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see that. What makes that so interesting, too, is that if the Texans do win on Saturday, the Titans are now playing for that wild card spot. So they're not they're not knocked out, depending on how everything right. goes. So this these two games are going to be very big scoreboard watching type of affairs. So I really like that. Yeah. And I like that with the yeah. Steelers because I think it's something where it falls into that trap game territory of if they're not careful, the Jets are going to sneak up on them, and the Titans could just run could run right into a into their spot of the sixth seed in the playoffs. So I really like that because I think this is something that Duck wants to show. Last week was just a it was you know, don't don't get used to me playing this poorly. Our defense wants to reestablish themselves. I can understand why it's a three point why it's a three point spread because it's on the road. The Jets are probably they've been they've been a very good home team and they're probably they want to show hey you know we're not completely out of this thing we're not completely you know we're not just writing off the rest of the season these final two weeks but I like the Steelers to, to blow them out there I like that pick a lot man yeah, man and for my second pick it, it's I'm all over the map um, on a number of games they're just so hard to hard to read um, the, but the one I've been looking at for a while. Been the, it's a meaningless game, but the Jaguars Falcons. Uh, Jaguars fired Tom uh, Tom Coughlin, so that's a big deal. Um, it's in Atlanta, and Atlanta's up to five and nine. I think they've been playing some good football of late. Their offense is humming, and um, I think that's a wounded Jaguars team. I think both these coaches are lame duck, but I think that the Falcons uh, pull this one out and cover that seven point spread. Just don't like what the Jaguars are doing. No, I so, like that. Um, I agree. The yeah. Jaguars are banged up. They now, after your two years, or after last year, two years ago, where they had this, all this hype, this huge train running in, they, mm-hmm. you 
you know, they really was a letdown. And then this year, they bring in Nick Foles. Then he gets hurt, and Gardner Minshew's been great. And all of a sudden, they... I know they won last week, but then all of a sudden, they went... In an, yeah. NFC, in an AFC South that we thought was going to be this, you know... And it kind of lived... It somewhat lived up to this, because the, the Titans are 8-6, and six, the Texans are 9-5. and five, But we thought... This could be a year where fourth place was eight and eight, when all these right. teams were super good. This might have been the hardest division in football in that in that regard. And the Jaguars really have been putting up duds. So I I like that. I think the Falcons could sneakily force their way, depending on how everything goes going into Week 17. They could backdoor their way into a seven and nine record, and maybe Dan Quinn holds on for one more year. Shows, hey, you know, we just came out of the gate slow, and maybe fires his defensive coordinator or, or what have you. Um, but yeah, I, I like that a lot. I think Julio, Julio and Matt Ryan want to, they want to show that they're still, they still got it. And I think this is a, this is a perfect opportunity to do that. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. So you're, that was my, I'm three yeah. in. So give me your, give me your last, no, not la- last two. No, no, it's uh no, it's my third and fourth. Third um, and fourth. I'm, that's right. Go. Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. You're good. I'm going to go another meaningless game, but I'm going to go Broncos minus seven. The Lions suck on the road. They are god-awful. It's a fun game. But yeah. yeah. Stafford, they, by the way, in, uh, Stafford is uh, on IR, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I mean, the Broncos defense, not the Broncos defense of old, but they're still solid. They've been fairly good at home. They should be four and two, but the Bears, you know, have the questionable calls on the Eddie Pinero kick. Um, yeah, I, li- I like the Broncos here. They're a bad. Ro- the Broncos are a bad road team, but they're a pretty solid home team. I like them to blow out the Lions. The seven points for a reason, but they're going to demolish this team. Yeah. Um, I I would say the Lions. I don't know know which way they're going to go. They yeah. got a lot of work to do. So that's an. I, I would love for them to be good. I, I like I like um. I like a lot of the players over there. It's just like it's got to be tough to be a Detroit fan too. Like they're not even talked about. Like they're not they're. They're not bad enough where people talk about them. <laughs> yeah, it's not they the are, Bengals, not... it's not the Jets, right? Not the Dolphins. Right. But um, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, it's uh. So with the Broncos too, like the Broncos are another team that no one talks about because they're not horrible. They're not a dumpster fire, uh, but they're not they're not good enough to make enough noise. You know, so makes me laugh. Yeah, it's uh weird. Weird where both of those teams are, comparatively where they were a couple years ago. Um, right. Because the Lions, granted, they're in the same division as the Packers. The Bears have had a lot of hype the last couple of years. But the Lions were always that team that were like, oh, they could sneak into a sixth seed and Matt Stafford maybe go, you know, could go off. He's, you know, he's, he's a big gun gunslinger and so on and so forth. And Matt Patricia comes in. I don't know. I don't know what the deal – I don't know if – I think Matt Patricia probably keeps his job for one more year, and he can maybe throw some stuff off. But their defense, for a guy that's supposed to be the rocket scientist, has been horrendous. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they got some work to do. Yeah, um, there. Yeah, what is your fourth pick? So, I'm debating Seahawks Cardinals. That line is humongous, though, at nine and a half. It is. Yeah, um, I'm gonna stay away from that. I'm going to okay. stay away from the Bears and the Chiefs. I'm going to go... I'm going to go to Colts-Panthers. The Colts okay. are officially eliminated. The Panthers have been 
really all over the board. Uh, they obviously and they're benching know, Kyle Allen for Will Greer, which is shocking. Yes, that's a big part of this of why I'm going with the Colts is that I don't okay. know what we're seeing out of Will Greer, and I don't know why they're showing the 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 weather for this game because Lucas Oil Stadium is a dome, but yeah, I just I don't. I know Christian McCaffrey can probably get some stuff done. The Colts defense, they really got got just embarrassed by the Saints on Monday Night Football. Right, um, very surprisingly because they've been yeah, really good all because they've year. been really good. So I like them to have a bounce-back game. Uh, yeah, so I think the Colts cover this pretty easily. I know it's seven points, a full touchdown. It's not even six and a half, but I feel like they cover this thing pretty pretty easily. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, are the Colts – so it's weird because I was like thinking, well, what do the Colts need? Obviously, they've got some injuries. That's a big deal. But mm-hmm. I, I, I keep thinking, like, what – like, to me, the, the, Col- the Colts have a lot of pieces together. The only thing that they really need is a uh, is a, um, a quarterback because I don't know if Jacoby Brissett's the answer. Yeah, I mean, if so, they – it kind of stinks that they'll, they'll be probably right around 8-8, eight and eight, maybe 9-7. and seven, Maybe maybe not 9-7, and 7-9, seven, seven and nine, maybe – I mean, maybe they lose this and they're six and ten. We get Will Greer's coming out party, but right. I mean, they, they were six and four at one point this year. And we were thinking they're in a, they're in such a great spot, and I don't know. Maybe they they figure out some way to trade up and go for one of the guys. Maybe they go mid round. I mean, the fuck the the Ravens got Lamar Jackson with a thirty second pick. So who knows? Maybe yeah. they stay where they are, in, in you know in a mid teens pick, and take a guy if he's there, and if not, they take. A wide out, they take a you know defensive lineman, they take a, a linebacker. I think they're in a they're in an interesting spot. Maybe they try to make it make some splash in free agency. They've played a really tough schedule too, and they've beaten some good teams. So it kind of stinks right, that yeah. they they had this weird, not weird, but they had this this skid after having such a surprising run. Right, right, yeah. Um, I'll jump in with my my fourth and fifth pick in this case. Mm-hmm. So I'll go back to back here and finish us off. We'll start to get into some of those later games that talked about. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk a little Chiefs Bears. This is a the Chiefs have quietly, almost if you will, gotten a ten and four. They look great. Um, um, they, their defense has started to even play a little bit better. They still can't run the football to save them their lives, but they got a lot going on. Um, and so I am 100 percent picking the Chiefs here to blow the Bears out, I think. Even though it's on the road, I mm-hmm. think the Chiefs are in a really good spot right now. So I am 100% in for the Chiefs um, to go ahead and dominate the Bears and kind of stake their claim. They're kind of stuck in that third seed right now, which is a bummer for them. Um, but they need to, they need to win. Um, anyway, or no, are they in the second seed? No, they're, they are currently the third seed. But if the Patriots lose, Patriots lose, they right, win. Right. And they're in the second. They're, they're second the second seed. Right. seed. I think the Patriots I still have. I'm trying to do the math because the Bills would win. The Bills actually might move into the second seed. Looking at this, because because if okay. if Chiefs win, Patriots lose, Bills win. Because obviously they would because they beat the Patriots. They're all 11 and four. The Chiefs would still be eight and three in the AFC. The the Patriots would be seven and four, and the Bills would be eight and three in the AFC. Oh no! The, yeah. But the Chiefs beat the Bills, so the Chiefs would be two, um, and the Bills would be uh, the Bill. I don't know if the Bills go ahead of the Patriots or not because it'd be one and one of the records, same divisional record. Yeah, okay. so it must go to conference record then. So maybe the Bills go to the three seed if they beat the Patriots. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. I don't know. It's going to be wild. But um, I think the Chiefs get it done, um, and they keep themselves in the mix for that. Um, you know, for that for that that buy buy seat in case something happens with the top teams, um, and so they'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think my next pick. I'm going to stay away from the one game, but uh, we're going to go. We're going to go Packers Vikings. Ooh, that's my last pick too. Okay, all right. Um, this is like the biggest game of the year for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know for the division lead. Um, just so many good, such a good, everything about it, like so many good matchups, um, across the board with everything going on, you know, um, I, I really like, I've loved what Aaron Rodgers has done all year, but the Vikings have quietly just been so good, so good, so good. It's in Minnesota, which is why it's so tough, but my gut says the Packers get it done. My gut says Aaron Rodgers gets good. it done. That defense good. has been so good. So I'm taking the Packers in this game to win. Yeah, I, I, that is my pick as well. I think they win. And like, and for the purposes of points, I love five and a half. Because even if they don't, I feel like it's going to be a very close game that I just think Aaron Rodgers knows how to manage this thing. Their defense is, yeah. has not been as solid as it has all season. And I think they want to they want to tune it up a little bit. The Vikings, mm-hmm. I think, are still outperforming themselves. And I think here... I agree. I mean, they had that really good win last week uh, playing at at the Chargers. Um, or not at the Chargers, at the... Uh, fuck, who they, who they beat last week? Um, the Vikings? The Chargers? No, right. that was the Chargers. Um, sorry. But, yeah, they had that really good game on the road, which is really where they where they have had their problems. And they've been very good at home, but I don't know. I just – I don't like them here. And I don't like that – I don't like their – don't like the, the moxie they bring to the table. They've beaten – a lot of the teams they've beaten have the – you know, they've, they've beaten a lot of crappy teams. So I – Right. Granted, a lot okay. of that's the, our fellow, our fellow uh, NFC East compatriots, including the Eagles, but – I don't know. I just don't like him here. I love Green Bay plus five and a half. Yeah, yeah. All right, so who's your fifth? Uh, that's fifth, that's fifth my fifth. Oh, that's your is, fifth. I'm sorry. Duh, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's my fifth well, pick. That, that leaves us with one game we haven't talked about yet. Yes. Four um, twenty-five on yes. Fox. Yep. The big one. It's our. It's our. It's the first round of the playoffs for us. Yep. Uh, it's a must-win. We have no chance if we don't win. Um, it is going to be, it's just big time. Um, it's going to be a play. I said before the beginning of the pod, it's gonna be a playoff atmosphere. I'm fired up and ready. I'm excited. Um, I'm really hoping, I'm hoping that we can really do what we need to do. Um, it's going to be a challenge. The, the, The Cowboys are a really good football team. They've got weapons on offense. They've got a good defense. Um, but we, we've got some stuff we can do. Um, and we've got Carson Wentz, and that gives us a fighting chance. I'd like to think the defense picks it up a little bit. They looked, um, they've looked a lot better since that first Cowboys yes. game. Yep. Um, I'm not not nervous, right? But looking forward to our defense coming, coming to life too. 
getting a little bit of pass rush. Just just need to slow them down, but we also need to score early, I think, is really, really important. Mm-hmm. We're not necessarily getting healthier, so what you saw Sunday is what you're going to be getting a lot of this coming week, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that Lane Johnson can make it back. The other guy that we really want to have make back would be Derek Barnett. Um, that would be huge for us if we can get Derek Barnett back. Yeah, it would but be, we'll, it would be yeah. awesome. And we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I think uh, I mentioned it. I think our defense looks a lot better, even with even with the injuries. I feel like they can contain Zeke. They definitely can contain Dak. It's just how quick Dak throws the ball, which is something that you can you can give Carson just to look at the Redskins game a little bit. You can give him a little bit of flack for some of the some of the holding onto the ball, but receivers aren't open. The pocket's collapsing pretty quickly. Um, a lot of people wanted to give him crap of how he was running the ball, as if he was about to throw it, wasn't protecting it on the one fumble. Um, but that's part of it. You know, he's he's trying to scramble and throw the ball. Maybe he should hold on with it with two hands and then quickly throw. I don't know. I, I never played quarterback. I played, played line. But when you're getting jumped like that, which our line shouldn't be, even with the injuries there, um, that's it's tough for him. But on the, the subject of the line, I think they might have a little bit of a struggle against the front seven that the Cowboys can, will be showing. I think maybe they get interesting. They get a little interesting with their play calling, um, which I think is going to make this thing incredibly, incredibly fun to watch, at least from a strategic standpoint of how do the Cowboys come out with this and who do they try yeah. to make beat them. I think Carson certainly can, and maybe they try to force that onto Miles Sanders and Jay Ajayi. Miles Sanders has looked great the last couple weeks, so I think that's in the Eagles' favor. Jay Ajayi surely, slowly but surely getting invo- involved more and more. I don't. Is Jordan Howard? Is he on the injury? Um, he's not. He's not practicing. Yeah. So I'm um, still not practicing. So yeah. I. I've heard it's a 50-50 shot by. Um, we're probably leaving a little more as to not using him at all. So, yeah. um, which is hard because we could really use him. <laughs> but there's the hero that none of us expected from the Giants game. And once again, against the Redskins, number 35, Boston Scott. I feel <laughs> like he might be the wild card he, that the Cowboys can't expect. Got a little Darren Sproles to him. Oh, you know? yeah. So, I mean, the way that he's going to need him and Miles Sanders. So, yeah. Be good. I said the way he scoots around is yeah. great. He, I'd like to see them try to maybe work in some swings. I don't th- you think he's too small to put him to the slot and send him over the middle. Um, but who, you know, I mean, the backups to the Cowboys haven't. They've played okay. Uh, I don't. Do you know anything about Le- uh, Leighton Vander Esch? Is he on the on the report? Is he trying to come still back? Que- yeah, it's still questionable. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I don't know if it's going to be a game time Eagles. decision yet. We're not, but. Um, there's a chance he doesn't play, which would help us. Although Sean Lee has honestly played great in his absence, the the, yeah. the former All Pro, um, one of the best uh, that they've had there in a while. So, I you know I don't know. I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah, um, that, that's that's the big thing with me, and it's probably an advantage to them that their secondary gets picked up by the fact that the Eagles wide receiver receiving core is so thin. Uh, it might be a big key in on Zach Ertz day for them. Uh, so Dallas Goddard, if he can. Pick it up and, and play well. Yeah. That, that, I feel like that's a big key to victory as well. Obviously, the defense stepping up. The the secondaries have looked better the last couple weeks. They've had some embarrassing plays against the Giants and the Redskins. But overall, they've looked better. I, again, well, I was at the Giants up. game. I watched yeah. the Redskins game, and those terrible tackles are not fun. 
But right. overall, they've been better. But anyway, I'm excited to watch it. You're going. I'm going to be tailgating. Yep. yep. It's going to be fun. Big time. This is it. This is it. This is why we. This is why I watch football. And you know what? It's hard because it's gone all the way to week sixteen. I'd like to already know, but we'll take it. And um, I hate the Cowboys. I hope we win. Fucking hate the Cowboys. I, and again, we've got Carson Wentz, so I think we might. I think yep. he gives he gives us that shot. Yep, I think so too. But yeah, yeah, and and you hit the nail on the head. We covered every game in our picks, and or nearly every one of them. And, and the ones we didn't, we referenced of like this is why we're not going with it. Good on us. We're really right. uh, really figuring this thing out, Matty D. Uh, it's slow and steady progress. Also, Matt, we're did you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's getting better every day. Changing gears to a different sport quick before we wrap this thing up. Did you know that you can watch our beloved Lehigh Mountain Hawks men's basketball team on national TV this weekend? I did not know, no. They are playing at number 12 Auburn on Saturday night at 6 p.m. And you can watch it on the SEC Network. Nice. Yeah. And our oh, women's hey, team. Well, hopefully we can do something. Go ahead. Uh, our women's team, who got screwed over in the battle for Atlantis, is seven and two. They should be eight and one. They're playing Minnesota at Minnesota on Saturday afternoon, nine and one, receiving votes in the top twenty-five. So who knows? Maybe Lehigh women's basketball pops up on the uh, the old uh, mid-major poll. I don't know if they do that for women's basketball. I'd assume they do, but yeah. maybe they pop up on there. Uh, right. And look solid heading into Patriot League play. I think our men's team was projected like fifth or sixth but the women's preseason okay. favorite so watch out buddy good i love it yeah i love it and the sixers lost their first home game last night flyers uh they bounced back it was their three-game skid you know i think uh all's all will be right sunday afternoon sunday sunday night when uh the eagles beat the cowboys right around field. 7 seven thirty. Oh yeah, around yeah, around seven thirty. We'll hear. Oh man, we'll hear fucking Chris Collinsworth have to have to praise Carson Wentz. Oh. Well, I, I won't have to hear it, but yes, yeah, so you're gonna let me know how it goes. Yeah. Well, you should. You'll be home. You'll be home eventually. Oh, well, I guess you're right. I Throw guess you're right. Right, 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 right. Well, we'll Sunday see. Night game on, how maybe much not. It might. Well, it might take a lot out of him. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Oh, a little tired, Matty D. Just tuck him in. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Always. That's my secret. Oh man. All right. Well, anything else before we wrap this thing up? No, that's it, man. I'm excited. Great, great football coming up. This is it. This we're getting towards the end here. Love it. So, um, you know, uh, let's uh, let's just get to the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens from there. Let's see it, baby. All right. So, thank you, Matt. This is a great episode. Everybody, make sure you like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Search the bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter. Thunder BLG is the handle there. Thunderbox Sports on Instagram and Facebook. Just like the website, thunderboxsports.com. Again, we may or may not have a podcast next week. If we do, I'll be recording it either by myself or with Greg on Friday. And I'll be putting something out, maybe in blog form instead, for the college football playoff. And I think Greg and I will be back in the first week of the new year to talk about the NFL playoffs. So, a lot of stuff coming your way. A lot of playoff stuff. Um, Sounds like... Oh, no, Matt's still there. Matt... Thank you as always, buddy. I will talk to you later. And for my man, Matty D, everybody have a great weekend. And fly, Eagles fly.